live from Disney World. It's time for another episode of Your Favorite Thing Podcast. Uh, what up, everybody? I'm in the most magical place on Earth right now. That's right. I'm in Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Orlando. That's from Book of Mormon. We're going to try to do this. This is going to be kind of, uh, let's just be fair, it's going to be kind of like a, a lo-fi app just because Brandy doesn't have a microphone, so she's going like full AirPods. But, you know, I want to experience the splendor of Disney World with my beautiful wife and my brother and his wife and our friends here and Connor. So we're just going to try to knock this out. But I've got so much to tell you guys. It's going to be a good one. All right. Let's call the panda. Calling her up right now. I'm in or. Lando, yeah. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi. You sound sick. Do I? I mean, I've been, okay, so it's 8 a.m. here. Yeah. And I have been up since like 5. I've been waking up every morning, even though we haven't gone to bed till like 1 or 2. I've been waking up every morning like 5 a.m. for no reason. Have you been drinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's what happens. We've talked about it before. It's like this weird thing that happens when you get older. You start waking up. Like, mm-hmm. and it's the most annoying thing in the world. It truly is. Yeah, I haven't. Thankfully, like usually, if I'm drinking, my heart is racing when I wake up. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I haven't had that. But I just have been like up, like before the sun is up, like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You've been drinking. You've been drinking. Yeah, I've been I've been drinking a lot because we were out at uh, in Orlando playing in the LPGA Tournament of Champions. Um, yes, I've seen the footage. We've had quite a crew. It was mm. so much fun. Uh, a lot of YFTers out there, got to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, a lot of people were Love like... Love to hear that. We're like, hey, I'm big YFTer. I'm like, that's so crazy to me, but yes. Good that's to see so ya. insane. It's great. Are they like, where are you, Orlando? Yeah. So like Orlando local YFTers? I I would assume so. People, people might have come in though for it. It, it. it was a it's a really fun event. Like first of all, it was me and Ben Higgins and mm. Chris Harrison and Ben's dad, who's a very big deal. Ben's dad, I swear to God, there's never been a sweeter person that's ever been alive on this earth. Jesus no. Christ included, I think. <laughs> he is the most wonderful person, and like the way he tells stories is so cute. Yeah, and his mom Amy is the best. Lake Fox on Insta, give her a follow. Lake Fox, she's the best. I I just love that family so much. It was so fun to see Chris. We hadn't seen him in a little bit, and then my buddy Robbie Amel. Do you know Robbie Amel? I don't. Uh, he was on I think a couple episodes of Modern. Um, so Sarah's known him for a long time. I think they also did like like a bad horror film together. But he oh, he was out there, and so the the crew was strong. My mom came out. She brought really. She she made hats that said Team Wells. Oh, very classic. My brother was my caddy. Sarah came out. She walked around the mm-hmm. course. Her and Lauren Zima and Ben's wife Jess. They all were just drinking drinking Sauvignon Blancs on the golf course, just living their best life. Sarah looked great in the visor. I loved all the looks. Oh, yeah. She was – actually, she, she talked about it. One of my favorite things, ding, ding, is that she's like, I'm going to start a 
golf wife clothing line. And I was like, it's not a bad she idea. She should. It's really not it's a, a bad great idea. idea. Yeah. I don't want to play golf, but I want to look good right. when I go meet at the country club, you know? Yeah. So it was so much fun, but the fucking funniest thing in the world happened. Okay. So we all know the history of Ben Higgins. He was dumped by Caitlin Bristow. Mm-hmm. He declared himself unlovable, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He then became the bachelor. Mm-hmm. Heralded as one of the best bachelors we've ever had. True. Effectively. Told two women he loved them, Jojo Ooh. Fletcher and Lauren Bushnell. Not a solid move by Ben no. Higgins, but you know what? We all make mistakes. Ends up dumping Jojo Fletcher. Mm. To get engaged to Lauren Bushnell. Mm. Of course, JoJo goes on to become the Bachelorette, of which I dated, kind of, whatever, didn't really date, just like hung out with her for a little bit uh, until she was like, you need to get the fuck off my show. <laughs> and then Ben and Lauren had a show together called Happily Ever After on like Freeform, which was hot garbage. Uh-huh. No, no offense to you, Ben, but it was a terrible television show. Yep. And then they broke up. They did. And Lauren started dating a country star by the mm-hmm. name of Chris Lane, mm-hmm. who had been on The Bachelor before, which is weird. weird. Oh, fascinating. Like Didn't as, know. As a singer, you know, like as like, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So they start dating. They get married. They've now got like a couple kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two. So we heard that Chris Lane was going to be playing in this thing. Okay, that he was invited, and we were like, oh my God, how freaking awkward, right? Yeah. Now, when you go to a country club for a golf tournament, they let you have your own locker, right? Like in the locker room. Yeah. And so they had all the names up. And, of course, the LPGA has no idea about the bullshit storylines of our lives, but they're just like trying to get through this golf tournament. So they have all the names alphabetically. Ooh. So you have Ben Higgins next to Chris Harrison, obviously, okay, H and H. Okay. And then yeah. next to Ben is Chris Lane. Yikes. It was so beautifully <laughs> weird. <laughs> and we were all just like dying laughing. Like he sent Harrison and I a picture, and I was like, damn, the LPGA did you dirty. They did. And then, so, funny. so then we went out to dinner. And we were with uh, my buddy Trip, who is Robbie's caddy. And we were like, Chris Lane's here. It's awkward for Ben. And he, like, Trip doesn't know, like, the whole story. He's like, What? I don't understand. So he looks Chris Lane up and he goes, In front of everybody, he looks, looks him up. And it's a picture of him and his wife, Lauren. And he takes his phone and he goes, Yeah, but look how hot his wife is to all of us. And we, my jaw dropped and I was like, Oh, no. I was like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> he goes, what? I was like, are you fucking with us right now? And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I go, you know that's Ben's ex. That's why this is awkward. And he was like, oh, I did not <laughs> know that. And Ben's sitting there like, oh, my God, you idiot. So that's then, too good. So then Trip, being like the you know the 22-year-old kid, he's like, oh, God, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? So then he Googled Ben Higgins' wife, and he was like, but look, your wife's hot. It's okay. And we were like, <laughs> Harrison's like, hey, kid, stop talking. Yeah. It was so freaking funny. Anyways. That's incredible. Chris is super nice and like it wasn't a big deal, but it was so funny. 
but I tell you what, the LPGA needs to hire me as a producer, okay? Oh, yeah? Because they really had some swing and a misses. Mm. We were, so we were like, surely one day they're going to pair the Ben and Chris up together, Chris Lane up together, and play. And it's going to be great. Like, yeah. what, what amazing fodder. <laughs> Next on the tee, mortal enemies. One dated uh, the other. One was engaged to the other's wife, and now they're playing golf against one another. Who will come out atop? Will it be Chris Lane, country star, or Ben Higgins, bachelor star? So that never happened. There Bummer. was there was one day that Ben and I played together, which was fun, but they didn't have Chris and Ben. Chris. Harrison and Ben and myself all play together, which would have mm. been huge, not only for like television, for people tuning in being like, oh, there's all the bachelor people, that makes sense, but also for like the, the galleries, because we, we did have a lot of people there that were excited to see us, but since we were all split up, they, wouldn't, they didn't all hang out with us, you know? Right. So anyways, next year I'll let them know. Yeah, uh, let them know. I'm, I'm, I'm producing this segment for them. Speaking of outfits. Yeah. Paris Hilton looked incredible. Oh, yeah. You see her, I mean, I don't know if you saw her in person, but her posts, like her pink outfit and her golf bag. And I mean, it was just everything. It was the so, heels. It was so funny because, uh, so she was driving around in a pink golf cart all day. Yep. And so, so Sarah's out there, and obviously Sarah and her are friends. And so she's driving around these like pink golf cart. You know, people are like kind of swarming around her. Sarah's had a few Chardonnays, right? So she like uh-huh. runs up to her. And obviously the security guards are like, hey, no, step back. What are you doing? Like, you know, like, who's this crazy lady? And Sarah's like, um, she's my friend. And they're like, uh, okay. And then she like took off her bucket hat and like, so then they started like talking. So then of course, like the PR team's like, Sarah, why don't you get in the cart with her and go on a ride? And she's like, Nah, I'm not doing that. I'll see you guys uh, later. <laughs> but I would have hopped on in that whip. Right? Yeah. I don't think she wanted to make any TikToks. But anyways, it was so much fun. Uh, I hope I hope to be invited back next year. Made a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the LPGA. Shout out to all the, the women that we played with. And I think this is what I, ding, ding, one of my favorite things about golf. It truly is really one of the only sports where men and women can pretty much play on a level playing field. Now, yes, like, what? Equestrian sports is actually the only Olympic sport where men and women compete against each other. Yeah. Well, that's because the horse is doing the work. and mm, Yeah, I can't wait to see you out there <laughs> next year. But anyways, you know, I'm a good athlete. I'm a pretty good golfer. These little, you know, five-foot-two <laughs> women... Just crushing you. Just have not, like not even not it's not even close. Like beating <laughs> the ever living shit out of us, and it's it's so great because it's like and it's also all these professional athletes too. You know, it's like Roger Clemens out there, Vince Carter, uh, Victor Cruz, like guys who played in the NFL and the uh, MLB and the NBA who are professional athletes mm-hmm. getting absolutely demolished by these women. And I just Incredible. love that. I, that's why I think is great about golf is that everyone can do it. And uh, we had such a great time. So hopefully I get invited back next year and hope more YFTers come and uh, visit. Yeah, very cool. And now we're at Disney World. When's the last time you were at Disney World, would you say? Let's see. I'm 38 years old now, so <laughs> uh, never. I've never been here. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Have you been here? Oh, oh yeah, a couple times. Yeah. When your sister is Disney's, like yeah. you know, golden ticket, you, mm-hmm. you frequent Disney World, you know. So we've been a couple times. That checks but it's out. been a while. What you did know? you? What do you like better, Disneyland or Disney World? You know what? I kind of like Disneyland. Disney World's just so much. It's just a lot, and it's like you don't really have time to do all the things. It's unless you stay a whole week. Although I do love Epcot and all the food, you know. Yeah, I'm excited because I guess you can drink kind of everywhere here. Which, yeah, like Disneyland, like inside the park, you really can't drink. You can drink Mm-mm. in California Adventure. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and I'm excited like the Avatar things here. So oh, I think that's gonna be pretty dope. And did you look up that space restaurant I told you about? No, I, I got to look that oh, up. You should. It's so sick. It like they have it so that it literally looks like you're eating dinner, like in a spaceship with a view of Earth. It looks yeah. so sick. You guys got to check it out. Okay. We're going to like go drink around the world. Apparently, that's a thing you can do. That's over a thing. Here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And yeah, I do like, I don't. It wasn't until I met Sarah that I became like a Disney person, but I do like going to these parks. It's they are really fun. Yeah, they are. This is kind of like a DIY podcast, or trying to like knock it out. Uh, yeah. So we can go and enjoy the park because you're about to go back to L. Why are you going to LA? Yeah. So I'm in well, I'm in Park City now. I've been here since Friday, and I was supposed to fly back to Nashville today. And uh, all week, my sister's been texting me. And I mean, flowers, let's be honest, it's just blowing the fuck up, right? Like it's doing so well, which is so great. Oh, good. And um, I guess they're going to have a big party. Uh, It'll have already happened by the time the podcast comes out, but Mm. they're going to have a big party and celebration in LA. And she's been texting, please, it would just mean so much to me if you could be here. Please, please come, please, please, please. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to try to surprise her. Like I told my mom, I was like, you know, she's want me to come. So I just don't tell her. And I'll look at flights and I'm, you know, Park City's so close. Like, I'll just plan on going. But, like, I want to surprise her. Yeah. Absolutely impossible. She's been texting me every single day. Are you coming? Are you coming? And, like, she was starting to get so sad about it. I was like, fuck. I was like, yes, I'm coming. But I was trying to surprise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, I'm going to hop over to L.A. literally just for two days and um, and go to that party for her. And then back to Nashville on Wednesday. And then I'm actually going right back to L.A. the next week. So, I'll see you soon. Oh, great. Are you like your sister's like safe place? Are you like her security blanket? Yeah, I think me and my mom, you know, I think just like having us there because it's funny, like usually, you know, because obviously she's like the host of these things in a sense, right? Like she's got to entertain everybody and parties are for her. And so I really usually don't get to talk to her a whole lot of these things. But I think just knowing I'm there makes her feel like safe, I guess, you know, makes her feel good. So I haven't seen her since New Year's. So I was like, you know, I can hop, skip and jump right on over to Burbank. It's a quick hour flight. Hop yeah. on over. You're the, we should uh, start the show probably. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, is it you or me? I think it's you, maybe. All right. Live from Epcot Center, Disney World in Orlando, Florida. You're listening to uh, your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Ding, 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 ding. I don't either. Are we both in hotel rooms? I'm in an Airbnb. Oh, you are? Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love 
bowl and branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Man, the last hotel that we stayed at, shout out to The Wave in Lake Nona, Orlando. They've got Toto Bath. Um, uh, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. (laughs) Uh, Like there is nothing better than a bidet. All right. Like (laughs) in a a toto with the heated seat and the heated heated seats. Great. And it's funny because Robbie was like, I don't like the heated seat. Like I don't like sitting down. That feels feels weird. I'm like, what are you talking about? In a cold morning, you go sit on that heated seat and the the toto that they had at these bathrooms or uh, at this hotel, they had the seat that came up with it. Like, no, it's like, oh, "Oh, he's here. Let me open up Uh my mouth to swallow your poop. And (laughs) oh, my God. And it's just the best. And Robbie was like, no, it's fuck. I don't like bidets. It's fucking gross. And I said, hey, man. You get mud in the driveway, you cleaning it up with paper towel, or you hosing that thing down. Yeah, exactly. You, everyone needs to be bedanging it up, all right? Because if not, you're just walking around with poop butt. You're not getting all the poop particles unless you're no. washing it out. 100%. Yeah. Agree. So anyways. Big I fan. Love a Toto. I know. I feel like the dream would be to have one in every bathroom of the house, you know? I know. We've only got one in our house, and it's in the, it's in the master, which makes me feel mm-hmm. bad because I, w- I wish it was in, in the, the guest bathroom so everyone can enjoy it, but... Yeah, well, you know, we got to be selfish sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, sure. You got some fave things, bro, or what? Well, bro, I've uh, been at Sundance Festival all weekend. So you must have seen some great new films. Um, no, I actually didn't get to see any films at all, oh, which okay. is a big bummer. But if I had a bell, I would give a ding. Sundance is so I I mean I, I guess like it is hyped but like I feel like it's underrated for people unless you're in the film industry like obviously film industry peeps know it's awesome but I don't know that like the gin pop knows how awesome Sundance is okay. and this is my second Sundance and it really like has sort of a South by Southwest vibe to it have you ever been to South by Southwest I have not what that shocks me I know I might be going wow. this year actually Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Well, South by Southwest is absolutely incredible. Hands down my favorite music, or my favorite festival ever of all time. And if you've never been, what's so cool about South by is that basically the entire city of Austin jumps on, you know, this, this whole like two week long festival and every bar, every restaurant, you know, in the city kind of turns into like a branded like lounge. Uh, like for instance, here it's like Acura took over one building, you know, and Chase took over another and they totally like revamp everything. And it's like, if you've got the festival pass, you can go hang in these lounges, you can drink, you can hear music, you can hang, you meet people, there's photo booths. Like it's just like a citywide festival. And Sundance is like that, but on a smaller scale, because Park City is smaller. But if you've ever been to Park City and you've been on Main Street, you know that as you walk up and down, it's it's kind of like, it's got that similar vibe. And it's kind of where like every restaurant and bar and, and place and clothing store, every single spot on Main Street 
turns into something for Sundance. And it's just so fun. Just walk up and down the street, hop into these lounges, have a drink, hear some great music. If you if you're lucky enough, get to catch some cool films. Uh, a lot of times the actors are there. They do Q and A's before and, or after, and you get to like hang out with them. It's just so fun, and it's also um, it's like the bougie. It's like a bougie version, you know, of like a South by. Everyone's dressed up. Fashion is definitely a thing here. Watching people walk up and down the street and and seeing like what everyone's wearing. You got like a New York Fashion Week vibe to it, and it's just so fun. Like highly recommend if you ever get a chance to go to Sundance. I just think it's so wonderful. Favorite thing. So I got to. Um, I was here playing. At my favorite club that I play at, I think probably in the whole country, it's called The Cabin. It's in Park City. I played their opening party for Sundance hosted by Stanley, um, as I wish it was an ad but um, right now, but it's not. But, it, uh, you know, Stanley Cups are all the rage thanks to TikTok. So I got I got some Stanley swag, which was fun. Also, you know, my friends and I, every time we went into the Stanley Lounge, they, of course, were serving all of the beverages in really awesome Stanley Cups, Right. Uh, and we may or may not have stolen our cups every single time we were given a drink, just stuff them in our bag after. And I think I'm going home with about eight Stanley cups. So that's cool. Those things are pretty great, but I will say this. Like, I They're feel like, so great. I feel like every house now has way too many like Yeti tumblers. Like, like we have, tumbler. we yeah. have 37 Yeti yeah. tumblers in our house yeah, do, same. and we, I use one and that's it. <laughs> And Sarah doesn't even use one. She uses like her Love Island one with her name on it. Yeah. I've got Yeti ones, Stanley ones. I've still got the swell bottles that were so popular for a minute. But you know what? We're saving the earth, you know, with not even plastic. It's it's really great. So that's a cool favorite thing. And then I also played at the Canada Goose pop-up. So Canada Goose like took over some like retail store, you know, down here and had a pop-up shop. But they also like on the on the top floor had like a I mean it's freezing here, but it was like indoor outdoor. Um, little like party hang with a little bar and I DJed for that and I got um, a really nice Canada Goose puffer that I'm pumped about so I've just really been thriving here in Park City honestly I, I think I think I say it every time I think I could live here like I really love it I don't know if I'm, I'm not rich enough to live here but if I was I would live here it's great and you know what very uh very comparable to Denver it, with the whole like men to women ratio a lot of dudes here in Park City ah. a lot of dudes that you know look like they work out and live outside which is really just right up my alley so too many dicks in the dance floor big fan too many dicks not enough chicks <laughs> all right cool well do you have any other favorite things yeah so i have you even started the last of us probably yes. not. oh you did i watched the first episode oh well i watched the second episode last night oh yeah <clears throat> i i want to do that but i was watching football last night mm, priorities i guess okay ding 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 if you haven't seen the last of us it's on hbo after a global pandemic destroys civilization, a hardened survivor takes charge of a 14-year-old girl who may be humanity's last hope. The Last of Us on HBO Max, starring Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, and Gabrielle Luna. Okay, so, basically there is a pandemic like we just went through, but this one's caused by fungus, mm -hmm. which is such a cool way of terrifying you for, I didn't even know I had to be scared of mushrooms until now. Mm -hmm. And so this like fungus infects humans and it effectively turns them into zombies, I guess. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very terrifying looking zombies, I might add. Yeah. And like the, the things come out of their mouths and stuff. And it's so uh -huh. creepy. Anyway. So it happens like in like, I don't know, like, 
2019 or whatever, and then 20 years go by trying to live in this terrible new future, and he has to take this little girl to someone, and you kind of find out that she is infected with the virus or the fungus, whatever, but she's like not affected by it. So she might mm-hmm. be the key or whatnot. So we've got to keep her alive. But everyone, you know, they have like these little test kits that they put on people, much like we had to do with COVID. Mm-hmm. And like if you if you come up red, then they're like, oh my God, you've got it. And they have to go kill you. Yeah. It's a little uh, realistic. Yeah, it's a, it's a little on the nose. I, a little <laughs> scary. Yeah. <laughs> we had it last week, but it's a little girl from Game of Thrones who was so good in Game of Thrones. And mm-hmm. she's great. But Pedro Pascal is so good. Oh, my God. I mean, the Internet is just going crazy, you know, calling him just like Zaddy, Zaddy Pedro yeah. and Daddy and like everyone's obsessed with him. I mean, he's phenomenal. I think I asked this last week. So like if you've been on TikTok, I mean, I don't know about your algorithm. Mine, mine has a lot about this show. Yeah. And um, because I guess people that have played the game are like diehards, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like putting the video game scenes right next to the show scenes and showing like how similar they are. And a lot of them are like word for word, exactly like the video game, cool. which is, I think, why a lot of people love it and like why it's gotten such great ratings. My question and I listen, I don't play video games. I think the last video game I played was Mario Kart. You know, I'm not up to date on like the new age of video games, but I don't understand how this is a game if it's telling a story like it aren't video games interactive where you get to choose what happens so if that's the case like how is this how is this show like how is the story a thing in a video game like like wouldn't it wouldn't it depend on like you as the character killing somebody or not and to see like how it plays out i'm confused yeah i mean like video games a lot of them now are quest based so did you ever play like grand theft auto no Okay, so effectively, I assume, I haven't seen the video game, but I assume the video game is much like the show is, where it's his quest is he has to take this little girl to somebody. And so it'll be like, hey, you need to take take so-and-so to this, this thing, this checkpoint or whatever. And then you go and do those things, and you interact with people. But, like, when you interact with people, it's not like you talking in, like, a microphone and, like, the character saying that. The character will just be like... Oh, here's Johnny. Johnny, what's going on? Then Johnny being like, "All right, this is what you got to do. You got to take the little girl, and you got to go meet the meet the the Grand Wizard over there. Go." And, and then it's like, "All right, Johnny, I'm off." But I can get some ammo, and then they're like, "Exchange ammo." Then like, "You're off." I assume that's what's happening. I have no idea. So but, in the video game, the same thing. It ends the same way, no matter what you pick. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, because I assume in the video game there people are trying like in the mo- like in the show they're trying mm-hmm. to kill her. So his job mm-hmm. is to keep her alive. I see. And if you if you if she dies, then you have to start over. I see. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Very nerdy. Sorry if you're a gamer, but that's the nerdiest shit I've ever heard. Well, that's what games are, though. Um, <laughs> but I saw what I saw on TikTok how that idea came about, mm-hmm. and so it happens with ants. They get, yeah, I think it's real. It is real. So they get infected. It's terrifying. It happens with ants and other insects. They get infected with this fungus. It makes like the ant go crazy. Mm-hmm. The other ants will be like, oh my God, you have the fungus. They'll like pick up the ant and like walk him away from society of the ants and like <laughs> society and like and like drop him and that ant will be like going crazy and like climb up this leaf and then it'll die and then out of its head these Ew. mushrooms grow out and mm-hmm. then when they spore if they catch the wind and find the ant farm it'll absolutely destroy the ant farm 
And so that's why, like, the worker ants that, like, discover who it is that's sick has to take them really far out, which is what the humans are doing in this show. Mm-hmm. So scary. Super scary. I know, because in the show they say, like, the, you know, the scientist or whatever is like, it, um, it can't live in human bodies because our temperatures aren't high enough for it to survive. But then they're like, but with global warming, all mm-hmm. you know, eventually humans' body temperatures are going to rise, and then it will live in environments. Kind of too realistic. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's a great show. Was the second episode good? Really good. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch. Uh, it. I made the mistake of watching it right before bed. Maybe that's why I couldn't sleep. Honestly. Oh, really? <laughs> Terrifying. Jeez, Louise. I know. I finally watched where the crawdad sings. I've never seen it. Did you ever read the book? No, I you ta- did though. I did, and I talked about it on this podcast, but it must have been 100 episodes ago. It was yeah, so long ago. And, you know, a lot of people that I talked to about it were like, oh, it's so much different than the book. It's like, oh, it's always the same complaint. But I read it so long ago that, like, it's kind of the gist. It's just, This is what I remember of this. Yeah, it's. I enjoyed it. A woman who raised herself in the marshes of the Deep South becomes a suspect in the murder of a man with whom... She was once involved where the crawdad sings. The girl in it is very good. Daisy Edgar Jones. Mm-hmm. And she was in um, Under the Banner of Heaven, which uh, mm. I watched with everyone's favorite it, Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, yes. So yeah. Anyway, so anyways, I really liked it. I, I think I liked the book better, but like, I'm only saying that because other people were like, the book was better, and I'm like, I don't really remember. But, uh, yeah, it's a good, <laughs> but sure, the book's better. It's a good story. You're rooting for her the entire time. She battles a lot of adversity. It's very, very empowering for women, I would say. So for all of you uh, lady tears out there, it's really great. And if you like that, you should read, I think it's called The Great Alone. It's effectively the same story, but it takes place in Alaska. I read that, and that was probably a hundred episodes ago that I talked about that. But anyways, cute. I I should watch. I've 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 been. It's been on my list, so I'll probably watch it, and I'll, I'll probably like it because I never read the book. You know. Yeah, I think you will like it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So the other thing I've been watching, I I do feel like we're we're in that weird slump where there's not a lot of TV on. Mm-hmm. But I was searching through for something to watch to download for the plane because I've been I'll be on some flights coming up here. Yeah. And I found an older show that I'm really shocked that I never watched. It's called Girl Boss. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically um, the story of Sophia Amoruso, who created Nasty Gal. Mm-hmm. I feel like I not grew up with that, but like, you know, in my early 20s, like Nasty Gal was all the rage. And so I kind of like lived in LA and like, you know, followed along with this like girl's career in a sense. One of my best friends actually used to work for her and did PR for the book that she put out. So basically this show is like a loose adaptation of the girl boss book and her story. Obviously they probably made up a lot of storylines for, to make a good show, which is great. But Sophia is a producer on the show. So it's, you know, it's not like they took her story and did it without her. She was part of making it, which I thought was very cool. The girl that plays her is Britt Robertson. You know who she is? Yeah. Very well. She's adorable. And she's very good in this. Very, very good in this. And it's just a cute show. I mean, it's like, you know, nothing riveting, but, um, but Britt's funny in it. And it's just a cute story about, you know, a girl that's living in the Bay Area, doesn't know what she wants to do with her life, can't pay rent, you know, and starts selling uh, vintage clothes on eBay, like right when like selling online was kicking off, right? And like the internet was kicking off and things like that. And she was kind of one of the first people to start selling clothes online and 
and having her own like boutique store. And then obviously if you, if you know Nasty Gal, you know, now it's, she sold it eventually and probably made a killing selling this brand that now is, you know, one of the bigger online fashion retailers for uh, like, you know, like trendy fast fashion. Um, so it's cute. Very, very cute. If you need like an easy show to watch, highly recommend. Sophia, a misfit, discovers a passion for fashion, becoming an unlikely businesswoman in the process. As her business grows, however, she has to learn to cope with life as her own boss. The show is loosely based on the true story of Nasty Gal founder Sophia Amoroso. Yeah, Britt Robertson's also in uh, The Rookie Feds with my buddy Kevin. Oh, she's also in the movie with Scott Eastwood where he plays a rodeo rider, okay. bull rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last Ride, maybe, might be called. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Highly recommend because <sighs> Scott Eastwood, hello. Hot. Looks hot. exactly <laughs> like his dad. Super hot. Yeah. You want to do some calls? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Some calls. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Abby from Southern Illinois, closer to Kentucky and Tennessee, not Chicago. So don't forget it. Um, I am heading to LA for the first time at the beginning of February. So cool. I am looking for your favorite places to eat and or things to do. We will be staying right in downtown LA for a work conference, and I have some free time. So if you could give me your favorite places in the area, I would love to check them out. Okay, thanks. Bye. This is embarrassing because uh, I live there now, uh, but we don't really (laughs) go out. I would say this. If you want to see famous people, you should go to Craig's. Oh, yeah. That's that's. Anytime anyone that comes in town and they're like, we want to see famous people. Okay, then go to Craig's. Figure out how to get a reservation at Craig's, and you will see famous people. And mm-hmm. paparazzi will be outside. The food's great. Get the rotisserie chicken. It's delicious. The rotisserie chicken. It's so random. Yeah, I think, I think the chicken's good. I always get pasta, Craig's. Or maybe it's the pasta. The chicken parm's good there, I think. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, go to Craig's. Um, and then there's there's a couple of little cocktail bar bars that are celebs frequent, too. Delilah is one of them. Mm-hmm. Not so much a celeb hotspot, but a bar I love is Laurel Hardware. Do you ever go there? Yeah, that place is great. Super cute. I think that you should obviously go to Rodeo Drive and you should yeah. just go shopping. Don't You don't have to buy anything, but go walk around. It's always cool. You should do one of the hikes, whether it's uh, Runyon. Runyon or Fryman. That's always fun. You get kind of a, a cool vantage point of, of the city. R- Runyon. I mean, I like Fryman, but if you're if you're visiting, I would do Runyon because yes. that's where you get the, the view. You can literally see the ocean from, from there. Yeah. You should go to Venice Beach. You should do Muscle Beach. You should do all that kind of stuff. Um, and then and then drive up to Ma- I would spend a day in Malibu that you'll see some freaking celebs. You can go to Gelson's and see a celebrity in Malibu. That's true. Gelson's is the grocery store, but they have the Malibu Country Mart, which is so freaking cute. To be honest, my sister goes there sometimes, and it's like shopping, restaurants, cute coffee shops. You could literally spend like an afternoon up in Malibu uh, if you get a pretty day. It's super fun to go do that. Or go to go eat lunch at Jeffrey's. Yeah, what's the place where you, that, that they do karaoke in Malibu? I don't know. I don't. Go I can't to Malibu remember the name of it. Also, no uh, no booze spot. over there in Malibu. If you can get a reservation you'll, there, you'll see some you'll famous people. See some celebs. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I think that's enough LA stuff. I, I, yeah, well, the, here's my last thing. If you want to do some cheaper, fun things, uh, between Disneyland and Universal Studios, Universal's cheaper. It's kind of more accessible, and you can kind of knock it out in one day. Uh, I would suggest that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's see what this one says. Wells and Brandy. Hi, I'm Cassidy from Central Pennsylvania. 
And I just wanted to call in and please beg you guys to watch the traders on Peacock. Ari's on it, a couple of people from Big Brother, Survivor, and, like, I totally think this is right up you guys' alley. Ari looks so good, and I think he's going to do great. So I would love if you guys could watch the show and give your feedback. Thank you. Love the show. Bye. I've seen that show be advertised, and I did see, like, it was, like, someone from The Bachelor, and we're like, who is it? Okay, we'll check into it. I, I don't know anything about it. I, we will look into it. Yeah. Hi, guys. This is Emmy. I used to live in Nashville, and I've been listening to you guys forever since the beginning. I remember when uh, Wells was asking Brandy to set him up with, um, I think, a musician friend of his. Anyway, um, I wanted to tell you guys one of my favorite things is The Baby on HBO. It is, it is so funny. This girl finds herself taking care of this baby. It's a British horror comedy. It's hysterical. The baby is very, very bad in uh, in the best like horror, um, like horrific way. Anyway, I hope you guys watch it. Love you guys. 38-year-old Natasha is furious that her closest friends are all having babies when she suddenly finds herself with a baby of her own. Her life dramatically implodes and twists itself into a bizarre horror show. The Baby on HBO Max. Hmm. That actually sounds pretty good. That sounds... I was going to say, that sounds like my worst nightmare. Also, how do you suddenly find yourself with a baby? Yeah, ooh, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I mean, you, you, usually that takes about nine months of gestation before that comes out. <laughs> By yeah, the way... I guess I, you have to watch to find out. I forgot one. I forgot a favorite thing, Ding Ding. Oh, okay. And I watched it so long ago, and that's why I've forgotten about it. But... I absolutely loved The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Ah, I haven't seen it yet. It's winning a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. it's it's Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, who, ever, I mean, everyone knows them. It's so good and weird and sad and funny and dry, and I assume a good look, look into people who are Irishmen. Here's the tag. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. The Banshees of Inner Sharon. It's just really good. It's winning everything right now, too, which is why I'm like, I'm a little late on this, but it's frustrating because I watched it three weeks ago or so, and then we went Mm -hmm. to the Critics' Choice and it was winning shit. And I'm like, fuck, I forgot to tell everyone about this. But yes, it's very, very good. Go check it out. Um, Okay, we got a couple more. I have a book that was my new favorite thing that I feel like you guys would both enjoy and everybody would enjoy. Um, It's also being turned into an HBO show, so that's super exciting, called A Flicker in the Dark. It's by an author named Stacey Willingham. I can't remember if you guys have talked about this before, so hopefully you haven't. It's hard to remember books. Um, But it's a psychological thriller. It takes place in the South in Louisiana. And it's in the perspective of a daughter whose father was a serial killer uh, when she was growing up. He's in jail. She's about to get married. And all of a sudden, girls start disappearing again in a similar fashion. So um can't say more than that, but it has lots of twists and turns. And it was a fantastic read. So highly recommend. And everyone loves an HBO show. So you know it's going to be good. Chloe Davis's father is a serial killer. He was convicted and jailed when she was 12, but the bodies of the girls 
were never found, seemingly lost in the surrounding Louisiana swamps. The case became notorious, and Chloe's family was destroyed. Uh, that sounds pretty freaking awesome. Oh, Emma Stone's yeah, making the show. Ah. Okay, I need to write that down. I'm going to read that. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, what's it called? What's it called? A Flicker in the Dark. Flicker in the Dark. Yeah. All right, we got one last one. Hey, Wells and Brandy. Hey. It's Sarah from Portland, Oregon again. I called you guys a little hey, while back. Well, my best friend served you at this. I can't remember what the restaurant's called, but it was right after you were on the season with JoJo. Mm. But anyways, that's when that happened. But I've been hearing you talk a lot about uh, maybe quitting drinking and how life could would be boring. Um, well, I'm here to say that I'm almost four years sober and used to party like crazy. I'm 46 years old, and I also thought life would be boring, but it's not. It's awesome. It took a good year to get through all the firsts, but I've been to Cabo. I've been to like dancing on the tables at Squid Row all sober. So life can still be super fun. It's actually even better. And also another favorite thing is the book called Breath. And that's by James Nestor. Check it out. It's really, really, really good. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye. It's funny because I was talking to my mom about it where I was like, I, this is how I explained drinking. I'm, and maybe I said it to you too. It, it's getting to the point where the juice isn't worth the squeeze. And, <laughs> and by that, I mean like the advantages of having a great time do not outweigh the hangover anymore. Uh-uh, they don't. But here's the thing. I don't have a problem. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. No one's like, dude, you need to cool it. Like, it's not a thing with me. Mm -hmm. it, it's more of like, I don't like feeling bad anymore. Yeah. Yeah, same. I know. I don't know if I'll ever completely quit drinking. So I do like a glass of wine with like a steak. You know, like there's there are things that like I like. Mm -hmm. um, I like an old fashioned to start the night sometimes when I'm out with with people, you know. Me too. It's, I know. And if I just have one of those, I'm usually all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this this um, book called Breath, a fascinating scientific, cultural, spiritual and evolutionary history of the way humans breathe and how we've been doing it wrong for a long, long time. I think it's a lot of like Win Hof stuff, which is like breathing exercises and stuff and how that can like help your health and stuff. I do. I'm going to look into that breath. I like that. Thank you for that recommendation. Like that. Okay. That's all we got. You got anything else? I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Well. That's all I got. Do you want to go out on a song? Sure. Oh, I know what I'm going to play because we were playing it in the car yesterday. You have a favorite um, Disney movie? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah. What's yours? Robin Hood. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> and the Roger Miller soundtrack is just so good. So we're going to go out on okay, this. Okay, all right. Robin okay, Hood. great. Random. Great. Oh, well, you are Disney World. Guess it's not random. Yeah. All right, YFT is we love you. Love y'all. We'll be back in a real studio very soon. Don't worry. In tip-top form yes. very shortly. Uh, we'll see you next week. Be good. Bye. John running through the forest, jumping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away. Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it. Ooh, lolly, ooh, lolly, golly, what a day. 
So good. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.